The other day, a video was leaked by Breitbart showing an internal Google meeting after the election of Donald Trump. We can see a high-ranking member of the Google team nearly crying over the fact that Trump won. We can see statements made by employees showing that they very much are far left. And now conservatives are saying this is proof that Google is biased against conservatives. And I'd have to agree. But the question is, does that bias in this meeting translate to a bias in how their products function? I'd have to also say, yes, you'd be very naive to believe that they're not going to favor a certain point of view if that is where their politics lie. And there are numerous examples of this. A lot of people are claiming that censorship against Trump supporters and conservatives is conspiracy. But eight months ago, we see this story. Twitter employees admit to censoring Trump supporters. Or this story. Former Facebook workers, we routinely suppressed conservative news. Or how about a rogue Twitter employee shutting down Trump's account for a blissful 11 minutes? Today, we're seeing that Twitter is not allowing the Center for Immigration Studies to promote a tweet with the term illegal aliens in it. Mark Krikorian said, Twitter just rejected paid promotion of the tweet below, saying, this determination is based on the following Twitter ads policy, hateful content. It's because it contains the phrase illegal alien, which Twitter ads helps deems unacceptable. Never mind the fact that the term illegal alien is a legal term that exists in legal documents and is not intended to be hateful. It's fascinating to me that you have people on the left still claiming it's a conspiracy theory that conservatives are being targeted on social media when we have time after time examples proving just this. Whether or not it's rogue employees or policy set by these companies, we can see it happening. The argument I've made in the past, when Twitter says illegal alien is hate speech and can't be promoted, you are seeing a bias against conservatives because that's language they are likely to use, language that exists in U.S. law and is not hate speech. But if their policy says it is, they are supporting a left-wing narrative. And this brings me to the point of today's video. I believe that Republicans will likely win due to all of this nonsense. This conservative censorship is going to scare people, in my opinion. However, a new forecast by Nate Silver suggests that the Republicans will lose the House. And who am I to argue with Nate Silver, though he was wrong in the 2016 election? He is much more learned than I in issues relating to politics and the election. And if it's true that the Republicans will lose the House, I believe it's because they are too stupid to deal with the actual problems facing the political narrative in this country. Now, obviously, people on the left are going to claim it's a conspiracy. They're going to say that it's not really happening. And who cares if it is? These are private companies. They can do what they want. If you want to speak, go make your own platform. Well, of course, they'll say that it supports their view of the world. But what happens when these companies start bowing to conservatives? Well, naturally, they freak out. Just a couple days ago, Think Progress, a left-wing website, said, Facebook's idea of fact-checking, censoring Think Progress because conservative site told them to. A perfect example of how Facebook is catering to conservatives. Last year, Facebook announced that it would partner with The Weekly Standard, a conservative magazine to fact-check news articles that are shared on Facebook. At the time, Think Progress expressed alarm at this decision. Ultimately, they complained that The Weekly Standard fact-checked them and gave them essentially a bad rating. But it's funny, because there are conservative outlets that express alarm at left-wing sites being allowed to fact-check. On YouTube, we know the Anti-Defamation League and the Southern Poverty Law Center are given access as some kind of fact-checking and hate speech tracker when it comes to dealing with flagging videos and hate speech. And yes, conservatives are alarmed about that too. And Think Progress is upset now because that is being wielded against them. So naturally, 
We're not going to see left-wing politicians complain about this until they're affected by it. But in my opinion, the Republicans are just too stupid to actually deal with this because they have no idea what's going on. Look at what happened when Alex Jones confronted Marco Rubio. Whatever your opinion on Alex Jones is, a lot of people think he's a wingnut, he's a wackaloon, but he was talking about how conservatives are being censored, and Rubio just kind of poo-pooed him and fanned him off, and it became this whole fiasco. Marco Rubio is a conservative, he's a Republican. If he can't get a voice on these platforms, he will lose. Now, outside of the bias, which we have seen a lot of, there's also the dirty tricks, which again, in my opinion, I don't think the Republicans are savvy enough to actually deal with. For instance, look at what Kamala Harris said about Brett Kavanaugh. She tweeted, Kavanaugh chooses his words very carefully, and this is a dog whistle for going after birth control. He was nominated for the purpose of taking away a woman's constitutionally protected right to make her own health care decisions. Make no mistake, this is about punishing women. And this is the video she linked to. Filling out the form would make them complicit in the provision of uh, the uh, abortion-inducing drugs that they were, as a religious matter, objected to. And then we saw the same statement reiterated by Hillary Clinton. I want to be sure we're all clear about something that Brett Kavanaugh said in his confirmation hearing last week. He referred to birth control pills as abortion-inducing drugs. That set off a lot of alarm bells for me, and it should for you too. Except... It was a lie. PolitiFact said it was false. Did Brett Kavanaugh call birth control abortion-inducing drugs? No. Harris cut an important second out of the clip, the attribution. Kavanaugh said, they said filling out the form would make them complicit in the provision of the abortion-inducing drugs that they were, as a religious matter, objecting to. They refers to a Catholic nonprofit group, Priests for Life. Kavanaugh was answering a question from Senator Ted Cruz, R. Texas, about a case in which he argued priests for life shouldn't have to provide women with the contraceptive coverage mandated by the Affordable Care Act for religious reasons. Carrie Kupek, a Justice Department spokeswoman, said Kavanaugh was using the limited time available to summarize the arguments made by the plaintiff. It's very clear he's characterizing their position, which was held by all the Catholic organizations within that set of cases. But even within characterizing their position, if you look at the dissent, it's still not a blanket description of birth control. In the dissent, Kavanaugh writes, They complain that submitting the required form contravenes their religious beliefs because doing so, in their view, makes them complicit in providing coverage for contraceptives, including some that they believe operate as abortifacients. In my opinion, I don't believe the Republicans are tech-savvy enough and understand enough about how important social media is to actually be able to maintain some kind of platform, to actually maintain their voice. Because not only do we see the bias from the social media platforms, but we see the dirty tricks from high-profile politicians who know how to use Twitter. I was talking to someone from Google, and they told me that typically the left gets their information from mainstream news sources. They tend not to interact as much. And a lot of conservatives go for independent sources, and that's why YouTube tends to have so many conservative opinions. But conservative politicians in the mainstream aren't as savvy. And I believe that's why we're seeing this wave of democratic socialists, younger people who are internet savvy, who know how to use these platforms to manipulate, how to frame things, how to remove attribution so it sounds like Brett Kavanaugh is referring to birth control as abortion-inducing drugs. And the left doesn't seek information outside of that in most cases. They'll just assume it's true. There have been a few people on the left and journalists who have apologized for retweeting Kamala Harris or pushing the narrative that Kavanaugh actually said this because it was carried by many mainstream news outlets. But where are the Republicans when it comes to issues like this? Not really there. We saw a story from Vice where Republicans weren't appearing in automated search population. 
but their leftist counterparts were. Once again, the conservatives don't understand how to deal with this problem and what that means that given a long enough period of time, whether or not the bias is intentional, left-leaning platforms like Twitter, Facebook, and Google, which are becoming a staple, which are becoming infrastructure, which basically are infrastructure at this point, are slowly implementing a left-wing bias, as exemplified by the Center for Immigration Studies trying to promote a tweet with the words illegal alien being restricted because the left says that legal language is hate speech and it's not allowed. That is a far left bias, not even held by centrists and the mainstream of this country. But these are the people who are running these platforms. When I look at all of this data and I see what Nate Silver is forecasting for the midterms in the House, I have to think that, you know what, maybe he's right. Although he is saying that Republicans have a 65.7% chance of controlling the Senate, he shows that there is an 82.9% chance that they will lose the House. And the reason for this, in my opinion, is that social media plays a huge role in what people see, hear, and think. And these companies are left-leaning, and whether or not it's intentional, their employees and their policies are censoring conservative ideas. Thus, when a Democrat runs and says, here's what we believe, but the average person can't actually see what Republicans are saying about things because the left is being promoted, because conservatives are being restricted, I'm not surprised to see that this will be the outcome. Now, don't get me wrong. Nate Silver was wrong in 2016, and I have no reason to believe he's going to be right this time, but he very well may be. When I look at what happened with the Twitter hearings in Washington, D.C., a lot of the questions were seemingly regurgitated questions about meddling and seemed to have nothing to do with the internal meddling we see from political partisans. There were a few people that asked really important questions. One of the most important, I believe, came from Rep. Jeff Duncan. He said, questioned Twitter CEO Jack Today on the bias against conservatives on the social media platform. It's hard to deny the bias when a new user only gets liberal politicians or individuals as the first several pages of suggested followers. He said, where are the athletes? Where are the celebrities? Where are the sports teams? Where are the conservatives? Where is Donald Trump? In his questioning of Jack Dorsey, he said that one of his staffers created a new account and was only suggested liberal politicians. And this is a really interesting point that a lot of people haven't brought up. We've heard about Twitter employees censoring conservatives. We've heard from Jack that he is left-leaning. But what about the fact that when someone in Washington, D.C. signs up for Twitter, the only thing they see are liberal politicians, thus restricting the views of conservatives? Look, I'll be honest. I don't have very many conservative views. I do lean social liberal. But what I'm seeing in this election are people who are increasingly far left and authoritarian, and I see conservatives who are just absolutely clueless. There's no way in hell, honestly, that I would vote for a conservative because I don't agree with the majority of their positions. But I'm absolutely not going to vote for someone who's far left and thinks free speech isn't a good thing and believes private companies have the right to control political opinion. For the longest time, people who are libertarian voices, be it on the left or the right, people who are social liberal or centrist, have said, banning people and banning speech is a bad thing because it will come for you. And time and time again, this is proven correct. So long as the left is getting an advantage from the censorship, they'll never call it out until it bites them in the ass. And at that point, it will be too late. But all I can say for now is that in my opinion, the Republicans will lose if they don't deal with this. And I don't think they're savvy enough to deal with it. To reiterate, you've got the censorship, you've got the bias against conservatives, but then you've got dirty tricks from the internet savvy left and the Republican has just got nothing on them, at least in my opinion. There are a lot of independent voices who aren't in politics, who are high-profile Trump supporters, who know how to play this game, and they play it well. But the politicians on the right, in my opinion, don't know how to do it. 
and the politicians on the left play the game very, very well. And thus we have this kind of independent personality-based right and high-profile establishment left. That's where the real fight is taking place. But all that's going to happen, in my opinion, is the mainstream Republicans are going to lose out because they don't know how to deal with this, and they probably have no idea that it's actually going on. But let me know what you think in the comments below. We'll keep the conversation going. Do you agree? I mean, look, I know a lot of people who are high-profile leftist activists who are very, very internet savvy, and they've been doing this for a long time. And when I look at what happens in these congressional hearings, I just think to myself, man, these Republicans have no idea what's going on, plain and simple. So comment below. We'll keep the conversation going. You can follow me on Twitter at TimCast. Stay tuned. New videos every day at 4 p.m. And more videos coming up on my second channel starting at 6 p.m. And that's YouTube.com slash TimCastNews. Thanks for hanging out, and I will see you all next time. Thank you.